Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello on the Daily Family. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited this week. Um, This was another really requested episode. This is with my friend, Matt Peterson. Matt Peterson is a TikTok content creator. And I wanted to bring him on because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what creators do and content creators and influencers. And a lot of people just assume that they don't have a job or that they're just like funded by mommy and daddy. And I don't think people really realize often how much work actually goes into being a content creator. Matt's story is amazing. He's going to tell you all about it. But let's just say like you want to talk about exponential growth in a very short amount of time because of the work he put in for a long time. That's this guy. I've known him for quite a while. We met at SoulCycle. He was um, actually one of my trainees. I trained him to be an instructor and he was always just so much more than that and has really, his career as a content creator has really taken off. And this episode was just really fun to interview. Like it was just fun to record because I learned a lot. Like I love interviews that I learn a lot too. And just learning about different ways that content can be put into the world and kind of trends and what he's learned and what he, you know, what he forecasts as we move forward um, into like the metaverse age is really cool. So I hope you like it. Make sure you share it with somebody who uh, you think could benefit from it. And if this is your first on the daily episode, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. If Matt brought you here, welcome to the family. We talk all about authentic entrepreneurship in whatever way that looks like to you. We have so many guests. I release episodes every Tuesday and Friday. So Tuesdays are episodes with a guest typically, and Fridays are episodes with just me. They're called Unplugged with D, and it's just little nuggets of my thoughts for the week for you. So welcome to the show. You can listen to any episode, Nothing is in Order. Just pick a title that resonates with you and dive in. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating, write us a review. Let us know what you love. Let us know what you want more of. Maybe something you didn't love so much, like I want to hear it all. You can come find me at Danielle underscore on the daily on Instagram. Uh, You can find the podcast at on the daily pod. And you can find everything that I offer, whether it be business coaching, human design readings. I do group coaching. I do solo coaching. I have some courses and some eBooks available. Uh, You can find all of that on my Instagram or um, soon. It might already be up by the time you hear this episode will be daniellemcleary.com. So with that, let's listen to Matt Peterson. On the Daily Family, we have the, the Matt Peterson in the house. Hi, friend. I got a the in front of my name. I'm, I'm honored. Capital T-H-E. Ooh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> How are you? I'm so happy to see you. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I'm really honored. I feel like I'm on the Today Show. Like I'm very excited about this. So thank you for having me. Someday this podcast will be like the Today Show. So better. Ex- I, I receive that and I'm putting that into my affirmation bank for sure. Please. Um, so for those of you listening, uh, Matt and I met at SoulCycle, actually, um, where a lot of these amazing humans in my network, I feel like SoulCycle is just the place where you get to meet like the best humans, maybe ever. And so we met at Soul and I obviously am no longer at SoulCycle. You still are at SoulCycle, like very part-time, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have really created quite the empire for yourself. I've been really inspired by you. And like the reason why I wanted to have you on this show was like, I watched you go from, you know, you were making like cute content. I was like, oh, his social media is fun. Like I like watching his stuff. And then you like you niched down and you became like the food challenge guy and your TikTok blew up. And I, I think like, I don't, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way about you, but it was like overnight, all of a sudden I was like, wait, he has how many followers? Like he's doing what? And it was a really beautiful evolution. And so I would love for you to like tell your story of like when you decided that social media and like content creation was going to become like your thing and just kind of give us a glimpse into that. 
Well, thank you first. That's very nice of you. So thank you for saying that. And like, I guess my, I love telling the story because then it, it helps people be like, oh, okay. So I'm going to share the whole story and hopefully like it can inspire someone who's listening right now. But basically I always wanted to go into entertainment news. Like that was my thing since I was born when I was in elementary school, like writing it. What do you want to be when you grow up? I would say like Ryan Seacrest. That was just what I always wanted to do. That's what um, you told me when we were in, in Soul Cycle training. When I was training you, that was like the, one of the first things you told me was like, I'm in LA because I want to be in an entertainment news. I was like, yes, Sweet, do that. That was just like my thing. Like, I just like said it. Like, there's no tomorrow. Also, I don't know, side note, if you remember, but when I first met you, I was like, are you a stand up comedian? Do you remember that? Yeah. I thought you were so hilarious. I went up I am. to you I'm afterwards. really fucking funny. So, no, you, you are. And I went up and I'm like, are you a stand up comedian? And you're like, no, but thank you. But anyways, yeah, so that was like the path I always wanted to go on. And I ended up going to school for broadcast journalism. And while I was at school, I was always making lighthearted content. I wasn't doing the traditional like news because I knew I always wanted to do entertainment. So I was making like even food videos online on YouTube, but literally no one would watch them besides my mom. Like I had like the taste tests and I would go and do like on a dab rating scale. And I was always kind of doing like outrageous things. And then I did like the celebrity food tour where I would relate celebrity news and food. So subconsciously food was always there, but I was just kind of using it as like a storyteller, something to like tell stories to make it different. Like it hadn't um, become the main character yet. Yeah, not at all. I honestly didn't even ever think that, that it would. I was just kind of like, I don't want to report on what's happening in the world because it's depressing and sad. Everyone already talks about celebrity news. So how do I make it different? I'll talk about Northwest and relate it to a unicorn milkshake. Like that's just like kind of how I was thinking about it. Um, but again, I love to say it over and over. Like nobody watched these videos. Like I would get maybe a hundred views. I would spend so much time. Like my roommates would be like playing beer pong. And I'm like in my, in my room, like editing these videos, like taking it so serious. I would upload it, do like, I put so much more effort into those videos than I do my videos now. And nobody used to watch those videos. So then I graduated and I was just going to try to do the traditional, I want to get a job at E. I can work at a desk. Hopefully if I get lucky, someone will be like, you, you're good. Like I'll help you. That was kind of like what I was hoping. While I was applying for jobs, I ended up applying to SoulCycle because I had been teaching since high school. And I'm like, this is fun. You get a microphone. Awesome. Um, I get a microphone. I get to be in front of people. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'm like this is good enough. This is this is entertainment news on the. And by the way, you guys, for those of you listening to this, when he was in training, it was like very like day one of training. I remember like Rourke and Tina and I were like, "Well, he's good. Like he's well, he'll thanks. be fine." Well, <laughs> like, thank was, you. We made you go through it, but like at the end, like really, we would have probably passed you like week two. <laughs> Oh, well, that's nice of you. Thank you. I'm glad you guys didn't because I loved you guys. I would just show up just to, to look at just you guys hang. and talk to you guys. Yeah, just hanging out. But yeah, you were natural. So I started doing that. And while I was at Seoul, I was still making videos again online. And I kind of changed. I was more like doing man on the street type of stuff. But again, I was just putting on Instagram and like it was no traction, nothing at all. But it, they made me happy. They brought me joy. So I was like, awesome. The pandemic happened and I went home to Arizona was furloughed from Seoul and I went home to Arizona. And while I was driving to Arizona, I'm like, TikTok was like kind of rumbling a little bit. It wasn't like, I had it downloaded. I had, I never would use it. I would open it and be like, what is this? I'm so confused. I don't get it. Everyone just dancing. Like, I don't get it. But I was like, I want to make TikTok my full-time job. Like I was driving home to Arizona. I have it on video. I'm like, I want to make TikTok my full-time job. And like, I didn't even know if that was a possibility. There was no creator fund. There was no nothing. But I was just like, I want to, because I've been making videos for so long. This is a platform just for videos. Like, I feel like I have to make it work. So every day that I was home in Arizona, I was making TikToks and they started just like silly videos. When I go back and look at them now, like they make me so happy because it was just no rhyme or reason. Like I would just wake up and do like, whatever the trending sound was, or I would film my mom or my dad or my dogs or like anything. I was just doing anything. Like and throwing spaghetti at the wall, essentially. Always, which is kind of how I felt my life was. Like I was just always kind of just like throwing things at the wall, being like, please something stick. I want this. I want this. I want this. But like nothing was sticking, but I'm like, okay, here goes more spaghetti. Like I just kept trying. And then one day it was really hot in Arizona because by this point, the pandemic was no longer two weeks to flatten the curve. It was now three months. So like it is now the middle of summer in Arizona. 
I've been making TikToks this whole time and I'm growing on there. Like I've had little viral things here and there. Um, and I'm like, this is awesome. But it was really hot. So I'm like, I'm going to bake these cookies in my car. So I made a video and I'm like, hey guys, today I'm going to bake these cookies in my car. I'm going to leave them here all day. Come back for part two. And within two hours, that video had a million views. And I was like, oh my God, what's happening? Like, this is cool. So then the part two I did. And at the end of the part two, I'm like, let me know what I should bake tomorrow. And someone's like brownies. So then I did brownies. That video got a million views. So then the next day I did cinnamon rolls. That video got a million views. Then I did this. And, and like, it just, when I saw that was taking off, I'm like, cool. So then I became the CEO of car baking. That's like what people were calling me. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to put that in my in my captions, I'm going to make that my thing every day. Hey guys, I'm baking in my car. What do you want to see? What do you want to see? Like I was just rolling with it. And that's like the biggest piece of advice that I would give anyone on TikTok is like, if something, if something you see like a glimmer of like, oh, people like this, do it again and like do it again. Like if you're sparkling, if, you, if like mm -hmm. you, if something is making you sparkle more of that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, okay, cinnamon rolls, bake, like whatever. I just started cooking everything. Then I had came back to LA because then the pandemic was like, obviously we were like, everyone come back. So I came back to LA, got an apartment and it obviously isn't hot enough to bake in your car in LA. Had but you I, started earning money doing TikTok yet? Yes. I was on the creator fund actually. So okay. I, yeah, yeah. At this point, when I came back to LA, I think I had maybe like 700,000, like I was about to hit a million, Yeah, but just like as full transparency. Like I didn't start making money really like real money on TikTok until I was after a million followers, but cause like they do the creator fund and it's, it's money, which was awesome. And I was so grateful for it. And I'm like, this is awesome. But it wasn't like, I hadn't had any brand deals or anything like that. And then what's the, like the creator fund for anybody that's like that, not with it. Oh, yeah. Oh no, no, not even not with it. Cause it, it's awesome that they do this. And now I think Instagram started doing it like a lot of YouTube. There's a bunch of people who do it to like, encourage people to create content but essentially the creator fund on tiktok is if you have an x amount of followers i think it's like ten thousand followers and you're over the age of 18 you can register for their creator fund and you'll get paid based off of your views and engagement and this and that i think when it first started it was a little bit more like higher in exchange mm -hmm. than it is now mm -hmm. i'm like i feel like i used to make more doing that i don't really I, yeah. I don't know the numbers, but it's it like is bonuses. awesome. It's like mm -hmm. bonuses yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, so you got back to LA. It's not hot enough to bake. <laughs> yeah. I was faking it for a while. Like I'm open about that now. I laugh about it. Like I literally, my microwave has like gummy bears splashed all over it right now still because like I would fake it and I would go out there and be like, I'm going to leave these all day. And cause it was now my whole brand. Like I was like, this is I created this whole thing. I either have to move back to Arizona and do this forever or I have to switch it up. So I was like, hey guys, by the way, I had to come back to LA and it's not hot enough to do this, but I still want you guys to tell me what to eat. So tomorrow, let me know what I should eat. I want you guys to decide what I eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I thought this was going to be like my new thing. And so someone's like, eat at Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast. So I did that. And I was like, in my mind thinking I was going to do three videos a day. And like, I was like, I'm going to live a life where everyone just tells me what to do and it'll be like interactive and blah, blah, blah. And then the second video, someone was like, only eat green food for lunch. And I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, so I went to Air One and I did a whole thing. I'm like, green this, green this, green this. That video got 3 million views. And so I was like, oh. So then the next comment on that video is blue. So then I do blue. And the next comment on that is pink. And I do pink. And it goes from three videos a day to one video a day, to a food challenge a day. And then next thing I knew it was like, I did every color of the rainbow. And then someone's like, you should only eat dairy for a day. And now I'm doing pizza, burritos, tacos, whatever. Like, and it just was so organic and it just like happened. And now people like, don't even know that I used to do the car baking because what happened was the food challenges is really what like elevated me to like constant growth on there. That's so crazy. It was nutty. So now you have like, you have brand partnerships and everything now. Yeah. Now it's, it's my full-time job, which is, I feel genuinely so grateful for. And like, it's surreal, but there is still that, that peace and full honesty that I struggle with a little bit where I'm like, I, as you said, even you said in the beginning, it's like you niche down and it's like, I did. And now I struggle a little bit because I'm like, 
I, I have to do these food challenge. I don't have to, I don't have to, no one has to do anything. Right. I do these food challenges because they do well and they make me happy and they're fun, but I'm still like that. I want to be in entertainment news is still where my heart is. And so I'm in this space now trying to figure out like, how do I morph the worlds together? How do I, which is so possible. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's my like full life story. That's pretty amazing. And what, like, there's two things that stood out. Number one, I, first of all, I remember that baking cookies in your car video. And I said to Breezy, I was like, we should try to do that. And she goes, we live in LA. That would never work. And I was like, okay, you right. <laughs> you right. right. I guess not. <laughs> um, and it's Maybe. so funny that like you were like you thought TikTok wanted to be your thing because I remember at the beginning of the pandemic I said the same thing I was like you know what I'm gonna become TikTok famous I'm gonna do all these dances on TikTok and everything's gonna be great that did not happen um at all for me that was not what made me sparkle let's just say that and I, so I did the thing that most people do where they go fuck this I'm not doing this I'm gonna go back to Instagram because that feels good to me and you just like kind of gave me a gut punch a little bit which I hope if you're listening to this, I hope he gave you a gut punch too. Like you, you, you're in control of what you create. And, you know, if you're in tune with what the people are enjoying from you, make that sparkle. Like if it brings you joy, do it, do more of it and see where it goes. And like, you just kind of really made me regret not, you know, becoming a TikTok dancing famous star. No, don't, don't March regret 2020. it. March 2020. One, don't regret it. Two, I'm, I'm grateful because that's why I was going to interrupt you. I was going to be like, no, 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 because you literally could have and you still can. That's the thing that's amazing is you absolutely still can. It's like, I think the other thing that's so awesome about TikTok is it's like, there is literally no rhyme or reason to any of it. Like there will be videos that I am so proud of. Like I will make it, I will drive hours on hours. Like that's the other thing is these videos are like 30 seconds. I'm driving all around LA because I have to find the perfect wall for the perfect intro. I'm driving to Orange County to go pick up like a emoji poop donut cake, like just to build this 30 second video. And so it's like, I'll do all that work and I'll love it so much and then I'll post it and then it won't really even do well. And then I'll, I'll do one where I'm just kind of like, oh, this was silly. And then it will blow up. Like there's no rhyme or reason to any of it, which is inspiring. It can yeah. be a gut punch, but it also is like, fuck, I'll just film myself right now because who knows what will happen. Well, and how awesome is it that like people are really like you're making a living, like a good living doing what like makes you happy, like that being your authentic self, like people pray for that every day to be able to do something that feels more aligned with who they are. And you have now created this like insane thing for yourself that is all based in like who Matt is, which is freaking awesome. So, okay, wait. So in March of 2020, when you moved back to whenever it was that you moved back to Arizona, how many followers on TikTok did you have? 5,000. And today, how many followers do you have? 5.9 million. Woo! That's a big number, Matt. Well, thank you. I, thanks. I'm, I'm honestly like, I get really, I don't know. I also have a thing. I would like to ask you about this. I am like, I started, the thing is I was very numbers driven. Mm. Like I even had in Arizona, I had, when I hit a hundred thousand, I was like, my goal is to get to a million. So I put sticky notes on my, on my mirror and I would, I made it like a thing, like an interactive thing. Like I would do a video and take off the sticky note okay. every time I'd hit, I'd hit a milestone. And then like w when I hit a million, I was like, oh my, now I need to hit a 2 million. Now I need to hit 3 million. And now I'm kind of at this place where I'm like, is it obnoxious? Like, I'm like, when is it like, okay, I just, I'd be grateful and I let it chill. Does that make sense? I don't think that, I think that that's all like your limiting beliefs in your head would be my Ooh. thought. Like, because it, at, I mean, the facts are the more people that follow you, the more people that you get to, you know, reach, the better you make the world. Like mm -hmm. your corner of the world, you know, all 5.9 million of them. And and your Instagram's blown up too. Your Instagram has grown quite a lot too over the last couple of years, right? A, a little bit. Instagram's something I struggle with, honestly, because I, I don't have that like drive that I'm not mm -hmm. putting the same effort in, but I'm still right. expecting it to grow. And I'm like, that doesn't work. Like right. I've, I built it or I planted the seed and I'm like dumping gallons of water on it and look, it's grown. And then I'm like sprinkling little water on the Instagram seed. And I'm like, it's not growing. And it's like, right. right, right. right. Well, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's obnoxious. I think that it, like 
you the bigger the bigger you can get the more like network you can have the more followers that you can have the more sales that you can drive like whatever your industry is like if you're listening to this like it doesn't matter what your industry is whether it's content creation whether it's like follow like whatever metrics you go by to like pinpoint the success of your business like nobody gets to tell you when enough is enough and you know you have like you have people on TikTok with like billions of followers so it's mm-hmm. like you know, keep growing, like set that number high, be like, I want to get to 10 mil. Like who's going to help me get to 10 mil? Like do it. Why not? I think that's, I think that's rad. I think that's really inspiring. All right. Amen. Thanks. Thanks for this therapy session. Yeah, you're welcome. Here we are. (laughs) Um, So I want to, I want to talk a little bit about this because I think a lot of people, well, there's two things I want to talk about, but first there, you mentioned like, I'm driving all over the place. I'm spending all this time creating all this stuff for this one 30 second video. And there's still a lot of people out there that say like, Okay, they're they're an influencer, they're a content creator. A influencer content creator, there is a difference. I would love for you to explain what that is from your perspective. And number two, it's not just like you're not just putting a video on TikTok every day. Like what you do is a full is full-time work. Talk about that work a little bit. Yeah, I think that it's something that's interesting because it's something I feel like I struggled with a little bit in the beginning. Um, and I feel like now I'm, I honestly have found peace with it, but I also think that peace has come with the growth of TikTok. Now, if you ask us, like it was the most searched website in the last year, like it wasn't Google anymore. It was TikTok. Like, so I think now I don't struggle with it as much. Like now, if I'm like, oh, I make videos on TikTok, people are like, oh my God, that's amazing. Cause everyone's kind of like curious about it. I think I struggled with it more when I first was like, oh, I want this to be my thing. And people were kind of like laughing at it. And I think that was more when I struggled because even like my parents, I love them. They're the most supportive. And now they're like, we're so proud of you. But at the time they're like, you went to college. Like, what are, what are you doing? Like, we love you. And this is so funny, but like, don't, don't lose sight of your goals. Like, and now they're more like, oh, wow, your goals have evolved and the world's evolving and whatever. So now I've found peace with that. Um, So I don't struggle with it as much. And I'm also not driving around and spending all day long finding a perfect wall for like Sally on the street to look at me and say like you don't spend any time I'm like I don't need to prove to Sally that I spend time doing it when I'm like I know how much work I'm putting in but I'm not doing it for them like I really am doing it because I'm like I'm so particular about the way things look like I even got this package that's behind me this 818 tequila Kendall Jenner video And they just sent it to me to put on my Instagram story. Like it wasn't a paid ad. It wasn't anything. They're just like, put it on your story. And I'm like, this is so epic. Like I want to do a video. So I like got out my ring light. I went to this park. I made sure I went at the time that the light was perfect where the tequila is shining. And I sent it to them and they're like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Like, thank you for for doing this. But I wasn't doing it for anyone besides like myself. Cause I'm like, I'm proud of this. I want to show it off. I'm going to make it look the best I can. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it is, I mean, it is work. And, but I, but that work is like, you kind of just touched on that. I think, I think when people jump into entrepreneurship, like everyone's like, but they're like, what do you really do? Like, it's such hard work. It's like, yeah, it is hard work, but wouldn't you rather work for yourself? Like, wouldn't you rather all the work that you're doing be for your life and your dreams and your goals instead of like spending your whole life working for someone else's dreams and goals? Absolutely. I saw something you posted the other day and I loved it. Actually, you posted what was it? It was, you were doing a video. I know like what the wording was. And you said something like, how's your asking for time off or something. It was like something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was like, like, it was like, um, how's your little business or how's your little business doing? Like, how's your little job? The one you have to ask for time off from. Yeah. 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 And I was like, honestly, amen. Like, cause I don't think about it like that in full honesty. I'm no, I kind of forget because I get so caught up in the cycle. Like I just wake up and I'm like, oh, I have to drive to West Hollywood today and I have to do this and I have to go get this. And I, I forget, I'm like, oh, wow, I'm working for myself or I'm, this is, I built this, whatever. Mm-hmm. So when you said that, I was like, oh, it is kind of awesome that like my sister's coming in town. Cool. I'm just going to chill with her. Like, I don't need to work today. I don't need to ask for time off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like, you know, I, like I say that too. And listen, if you're listening to this and you are like a corporate person and like, that's your passion, like no shade at all. Like, oh, yeah. I think- I, one of my favorite things about humans is that we are also different and there are people that are really motivated by helping other people build their dreams and like working in that corporate structure, which is amazing. And I knew from a very young age that that was just probably never going to be me. Like I, like it would probably not last if I had to work for someone else forever. And so I commend you for like 
A, making that decision and B, sticking with it because like just like becoming viral on TikTok or like becoming like a creator, content creator on, on TikTok or Instagram, it, a little bit of is is luck. Like a little bit of is like, who's going to see it? And like, is it going to go viral? And it's also, it's also like, it is, it is work and it is something that you have to do consistently. I mean, you said it at the beginning, you used to spend hours editing footage in your college dorm room when like you're in college and everybody else is partying their face off and you're like, I need to get these videos done. Like you've stayed consistent for a long time. And this is kind of like, for you, it's it's now coming to fruition. It's like getting paid for the fruits of that labor a little bit. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I also, something I always love to say too is like, and it helps me mentally just to remind myself, like, I, I think I have the mentality of like, I never, I would never like say to, how, do, how am I trying to word this? Basically, it's like, I don't think, I know I work hard at what I do, but I'm also not out here being like, I am the hardest worker in the world and I have the hardest job in the world. Cause I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I'm not curing cancer. Like I'm just making videos and they're fun. And I know I put a lot of work into it, but like, I don't need to prove to anyone like how much work I'm putting into it because it also is so light and fun. And I feel like when you're at that place, like I can have the, I can humble myself Mm. and be like, yes, I may be driving an hour to go get a emoji poop cake, but there is literally a doctor who's been up for 48 hours, like trying to cure cancer. Like he gets the award. Do, yeah. Does that make sense? That's yeah, like just how sense. I like to think about it. I don't know. And, and I'll say this. I don't think it's a but. Like, I'm doing this, but there's people curing cancer. Like, I think it's an and. I think we need both in this world. Like, you are, you're driving to West Hollywood or Newport to get a poop cake donut. And there are doctors staying up all night. And thank goodness in this world we have both because people need both. Oh, valid. We need lighthearted and we need people who can save our life, right? Like we need both. And that's how we become like full humans, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, okay, you you mentioned this a little bit. Your parents were like super supportive. And I know this, like my parents were the same way. Like when I like when I decided like, I'm going to start a network marketing business. They were like, wait, hmm, honey, you have two degrees and a master's. <laughs> what? <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think, and then like when I, you know, when I decided that I was going to put more time into my Instagram and like really build my Instagram up and, you know, make that a little bit of a business, like all these things. Like our parents, bless them. We love them. They're so supportive. They're amazing. They can't do anything without them. However, you mentioned, they said, the world is evolving. Things are evolving. And I want to talk about that because there's so many people out there that are listening to this going, okay, well, what is he? He's in his twenties. Like, of course he's good at TikTok. Like that, that's why like I'm too old for that. Or I, the, the ship has sailed, like that's never going to happen for me. And so I want to touch on this idea that the way that the world is going. So I want to talk about this, this, it's not a trend anymore. Like Instagram, social media, TikTok, like YouTube, whatever it is, it's not a trend. This is the wave of the future. A, I want to talk about that. And B, I want to talk about your opinion on like, is it too old? Like, are people too old? Are people like too far along? So first of all, like, let's talk about like the wave of the future that is social media. Yeah. I mean, I love everything thing that you just said. And I also think it's like, I don't want to say it because it sounds so harsh, but it's also like either get on the ship or just be stuck on your island, you know? And it's not in a mean way. I'm not saying it in like a mean way, but it's like, if you're so resistant, to the change it's like you can't deny that it just it's not even happening i feel like it already has happened it's like we all just need to lean into it and i i think a lot of people are genuinely and also there are people who are just like i don't want social media i don't like social media and i'm like awesome like i'm also not out here trying to be like be on tiktok and dance like you know that's not what the thing is i'm just saying in your world and i'm sure the people that are listening to this podcast are eager and hungry to find a new path or expand their business or ABC. And like, those are the people that I'm like, get on or, or, or just chill because get there's, get the there's no in between. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like there's no in between, you know, but it's not like every person needs to have a TikTok and this and that. Like, it's so refreshing when I meet someone who's like, Oh, I'm not on social media. I'm like, wow. I literally couldn't imagine, but good for you. You're like a, you're like a library book. 
<laughs> Literally. I'm Amazing. like, wow. Wow. You know, there was a video going around. You probably saw it. And it was like uh, Katie Keurig and like the Today Show, like Good Morning, Good Day LA, Good Morning America, something like that. And it was back in like 1990 or 1989 or whatever it was. And they were talking about, they're like this new thing, the internet. Like, it's so crazy. She's like, and she's like, I don't think I'm ever going to get on the internet. It just seems like it's going to give people too much, you know, like look into my life. It just seems like it's going to invade my private. Like all of these people were like this new thing, the internet, like it's, I'm just not going to do it. Like it's a trend. It's a phase. Like it'll pass. They were all saying that. And then it was like, it was so eye opening because you're like, you kind of, you just hit the nail on the head. It's coming. It's here. It's not, this isn't, this isn't something that's just going to like, fade away. Like I remember at the beginning of TikTok, people were like, oh, you know, TikTok's going to come and go. Like, it's just like another thing. And Gary V, I'm sure you follow Gary V. Gary V was like, no, y'all, like this is not just going to come and go. Like this is the future. And it's, it's just a small part of what's coming. Right. And I mean, it is crazy. Like you really can't be, I I've been saying this for a while now, like you really can't be a business owner, especially an entrepreneur in today's climate without at least having basic knowledge of social media and like the internet and Instagram. It'd be like our parents who refused to get some of our parents and grandparents who refused to get computers back in the day. And now like can't even figure out how to log into Gmail. Like that's what it's like times infinity because the information age has grown so much and exponentially grown so much in the last like 10 years, five years, even three years, even. I mean, since the start of the pandemic, like technology has become so much more advanced. So I think you bring up a good point. Like it, it, it is coming. I mean, with the metaverse and, you know, we were kind of talking about it before the recordings, like people are now like on TikTok talking about NFTs and I follow all of them. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I should know what this is. I need to look into this. I, I know this is something that I need to this. I have this like pull to like learn what the fuck that is. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. Do you- please fill me in. Well, I, not to interrupt, but I think something cool that I also want to say, if anyone's listening and is just kind of like, this is too much like that. I think is, I think that's like the biggest problem is if you're at like the starting line, right. And you're listening to everything and you're like, fuck, I haven't even figured out posting an Instagram story, let alone TikTok, And now an NFT. And now this, it's also like, you can take a breath and be like, you don't have to figure it all out. Like for me with an NFT, that's like why I love that we were talking about it. I personally, I may regret this, save this video in 20 years. I may be like, I wish I would have learned. But in this moment, I'm like, I'm not interested in figuring out yet. I know I want to eventually, but in this moment, I'm going to let my friends figure it out. I'll get advice from them. Like, so I think you can pick and choose what's important to you and lean into that. Like, you don't have to be conquering everything. You don't have to be viral on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Like, just pick one thing, conquer it. And then once you're standing there, be like, cool, what another mountain do I want to climb? I love that. And what's your advice to the people who think that they're like too old? I I really would just encourage anyone. And I also, I hear so many people who are literally my age who are like, oh, I'm too old for TikTok. And I'm like, well, you're not because my entire For You page is people who are our age. And so it's like, I feel like people say that just to kind of brush it off. Mm. Oh, they're just kind of like, oh, I'm too old. Like it's, it's just kind of an easier way to be like, no, I'm not. If you're really not interested, then you're not interested. That's totally cool. But if you are interested and you're using the excuse, I'm too old, you're not. There's this person, the vegan teacher. I think she's in her like 70s or 80s. She's so viral. Anytime I post anything that has to do with a vegan, all my comments are like the vegan teacher, the vegan teacher, the vegan teacher. Like you're not too old. My grandma, my one of my most viral videos right now is eating like my grandma for a day. She's 94 years old. Like People love to learn from people who are older. So actually, if you're older, you're at an advantage. Like. I can only share so much from my life. I'm only 25 and another 25 year old's like, I'm also confused. If there's a 50 year old who can be like, hey, 25 year olds, chill. Let me tell you about something and give you some advice. Like we're all like, yes, please. Like everyone's searching for advice. So you're not too old. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, I remember when I was like, I mean, when I was in my early twenties, like I would try to give advice on things that like, I just couldn't 
I couldn't do as well because I didn't have the life experience. And like now on my Instagram, I talk a lot about like, obviously entrepreneurship skills and like, you know, like you should be opening an LLC and like, you know, why aren't you paying for that with your business account? Like I'm, I'm kind of going off of that. And I'm, I, th- I think you're right. I think if I would have tried to talk about that when I was like 22, 23, people would have been like, what do you know? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, in what world do you have the authority to give me this advice? <laughs> Absolutely. So I almost feel like if we can reframe our mindset, it's like, if you're older, be like, wow, I have such an advantage right now. Wow. TikTok is filled with a bunch of Gen Z. Let me hop on there because I'm older and let me share some advice for them. Like that's not even something I've ever thought about until this moment right now. And I'm like, I, that's my advice for anyone who's older is like, use it to your advantage. Yeah. Like you're not in the saturated market. Go, yeah. go start something new. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I, you know, you're, you're just, you're bringing up so many good points. I, do you think that like with TikTok, do you think that TikTok is going to continue to grow at the exponential rate it's continued to grow? Or do you think it'll morph into something, something else entirely? It's such a good question. I honestly, I can't decide right now. Like, I I honestly don't know where it's going, which is exciting to me. I feel like some people could be like, that's fear. That's scary. But to me, it's exciting that it's like, at first it started, you could only post up to, I think like 30 seconds. Then it was 60 seconds. Now you can post up to three minutes long. There's talks that there's going to be stories like there's, so you, you just never know where it could go. And I just feel like that's inspiring. You have to think about it, that it's inspiring. Like you can't think about things like that. Like it's scary because otherwise you'll just be living in fear. Right, right. And and I feel like it's just like not like you can't just be afraid of social media and decide that like you're just not going to you're not going to see what that's about and like hope that it's going to disappear because it's not. I mean, it's it's not going anywhere. <laughs> no. And I mean, even with Instagram, the fact that they announced now that it's like not a video or a, a photo sharing app anymore that it's a video sharing app. It's like that literally happened because of TikTok. Like no one can deny that that happened because of TikTok. Instagram was always a photo sharing app. Now all of a sudden they're like, we're video. Even the videos are getting bigger and there's reels and there's every- So it's like TikTok has done that for Instagram. Like who knows what's going to happen. Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't start to like really grow on Instagram until I started using reels, which is Mm -hmm. so funny that I'm sitting here going like, I was, I decided TikTok wasn't for me because then I literally like went to Instagram and like did TikTok. Like, right. Which is beautiful too, because I think that's something that's beautiful about TikTok, discouraging about Instagram. It is so easy to grow on Instagram or on TikTok. It is the most easy to be found by people who have no idea who you are. On Instagram, it's so much harder before they introduced Reels. And I think that's what's awesome. It's now that there's Reels, your account gets spewed out. But when I was just posting a selfie of myself, like they're not going to send that to someone in India because like, why? But TikTok does, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I mean, like Instagram and like, I mean, this is just like kind of a, a technical like advice. If you are on Instagram and like TikTok doesn't have like, well, I guess they do now. Like you can have like business creator account, right? Like you can have like different types of accounts. Like yeah. if you're trying to grow on any social media platform, and I say this not knowing your personal situation, like if you are out there and like you have like privacy stuff like going on, like obviously maybe you have to have your account private. But if you're trying to like grow on these platforms, like you have to have a business account or a creator account. You have to have some sort of professional account because that then shows the platform that you are serious about growing your like your network essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, no, a million percent. Yeah. There I have a lot of people that I talk to that are entre- like new entrepreneurs that are like, oh, I just I don't want to upgrade my account. Like I want to keep my account private. You know, I put pictures of my kids on there and I'm like, okay, but like what's your goal? Like is your goal to like use this as an app to like share photos of your kids? Or is your goal to like actually gain awareness and and in the end ROI for your business because maybe stop yeah. sharing pictures of your kids. Well, or, 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 or it's like, if you, cause I also like my sister, Lauren, I love it so much. She really uses her Instagram for, as a memory, like her, her bio even is like a, a photo album for myself or something. And I love that. Cause so what I would say to someone who's like trying to grow their business, but also wants to post photo of their kids, make an account that's just for you that you let your friends and family into where you're posting like eight times a day of your little kid because you want the memories and the kid's going to want the memories, but like then have a business account that you're posting things about your business. Like, I also think that it gets cloudy when it's like, 
you're posting about your business, but then also now it's personal. And now, like, you know what I mean? It's like, it almost is nice to have it two separate things. Yeah, totally. I think especially on TikTok, that's the truth. Like when I go to somebody's TikTok, like I need it to be like, I just want to know like what they're about. You know, like on Instagram, I think you get away with a little bit more. Like you get like, you get away with like a couple different pillars, you know, I like, and I realized I kind of learned that the hard way I had to, I definitely had to niche down my Instagram because I'm a, I am like the queen of spaghetti at the wall. Like I am such a multifaceted person. I'm like, today I'm going to talk about this and tomorrow I'm going to talk about this. And then I realized like I wasn't growing. And so now I've like really focused on like three different things, but I can on Instagram, I have a little bit more play where like I can talk about entrepreneurship tips for a week straight. And then I can like throw in a picture of Owen and be like, momhood, you feel me? Right. And then people are like, ah, we love it. You know, like, absolutely. You get to be a little bit more like your, you get to be a little bit more diverse on like, but that's the thing. You just have to choose your platform. Like you said, like, don't try to become viral on everything all at once. Like spend time on one and pick one and go with it. Absolutely. And yeah, that, that advice that I said was more for someone who's like struggling to like with the, I want to be private than like make a private account and then also have that. But I love how you can mix it all in. Totally. Um, so as far as like you said, you like work with brands and stuff, talk about like the evolution of that. Like, was that a, was that a crazy when you first started getting like brand partnership requests? Like, did you have to reach out to brands? Like, did they come to you? How did you negotiate contracts? Like, Talk about that evolution a little bit. Yeah, it was epic. I mean, it's something I feel grateful for. And it's also like a skill that I never like learned or studied. It's just something you figure out. I feel really grateful that it was, it started just, I put like my email in my bio and it's like brands will just reach out. And I've, I've never reached out to a brand like to this day even, which is something that I I'm eager to like a 2022 goal is like, go out and find brands that you like too. And, and, introduce yourself. You know, that's something that I'm excited about. But in this moment, every deal I've had has been, they reached out to me and it's been really cool. Cause it's like dream brands. Like if I, if I had to make a list of dream brands, like when they show up in my inbox, I'm like, this is so crazy, but, and it's fun. And then, but it also is a business, which is weird. You know, then I am like emailing back and forth. And, you know, there's a lot of people who, who say like, if you're a creator, you shouldn't be doing that because it like is a different side of your brain that then you're not as creative because then you're doing the contracts and the this and the that. But in this moment in time, I like being in control of it. But eventually, you know, everyone wants to get to a level that they're like too big that they can't do it anymore. So hopefully, yeah. you know, one day that happens. But in this moment, like I like it. I like being able to talk to them and give them my ideas and not have to go through someone. Well, and it gets, you get to then get your education too. Mm-hmm. Like you get to learn like this, like skill of negotiating contracts, like that you've never learned before. Like you said, like, I think, I think that's so on point. You, you bring up such a good point. Cause everyone always wants to be like, well, I don't know how to negotiate contracts. So I'm just going to hire a business manager right off the bat. And like, sure, if that's your path, do it. Like if you have the resources and like, that's like where your brain goes, but I'm kind of more like you where you know, when I first started like my businesses, I had to do everything because I wanted to understand like how to do it. And then, you know, eventually I hired an assistant because I'm like, I don't need to spend my brain space on that. So like eventually, yeah, you'll probably hire a business manager who will handle all of your brand partnerships and that will be awesome. And until then, at least now you get to, you get to negotiate those things, you know, a little bit on your own. And I, I think people don't realize like, how much money there is in content creation. Like there's a lot of freaking money in this industry. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, it's something that you're really good at. I feel like, I feel like you, you like talk about money, which is like, I, I feel like it's something I'm, I'm not like, I don't know. I don't, but I don't want to be like that person that's like, I don't like to talk about money, but maybe that's just like a self thing that I like don't like, but there is, there's a lot of it. And I'm like, it's really crazy. But I think that the way I, I look at it and I try to explain to people is like, these brands who used to spend all this money on a commercial to play on TV are now paying TikTok creators to do it because you're getting more eyes on it. So like it, it's wild, but it's just kind of, again, the way of the world. It's like, get on the ship because like all these brands are on it. Like they are on it. They are, they are we're on cruising. it and they're no longer. It's like, yes. I mean, that's, I talk about this all the time. Like they used to go and they used to buy, a, like pay for a photographer, pay for location, pay for hair and makeup, pay for the model, pay for the prints, pay for this, pay for that, pay for that, pay for that. Brands have cut their costs so much, 
so much because they're going to hire a content creator now to make the video who is now their editing department, their lighting, their model, their location, their camera, their like all of and those they're things. Creative. Like, that's and the they're creative. Thing. Yeah. It's now going through this one person. And so what I want content, what I, if you are getting into content creation, what I want you to hear loud and clear is that you need to be charging what you are worth because you have to think about like how much money I've had episodes about this already, but if somebody, if there is a brand that is a big brand that, you know, can afford more reaching out to you and being like, we're going to give you free product for this, like 30 second, beautiful edited video, like on a reel or a TikTok, like you say, no, thank you because they can afford a lot more. And it's true. Like they have all this money because they've cut their marketing budget down because even if they pay you top dollar as a creator, they're still saving money. Yeah. It's really, it's really crazy. And it's like, I also, I want to go listen to that episode because I'm interested. And I think it also is like, I want to play like devil's advocate weirdly, but because I'm on the same page with you, but just to play it is like when I first started, it depends where you're at and what you want. And if it's a brand, because I'm also like, when I was in college, I remember there was this, what was it even? I can't remember. But like, I thought it was so cool. Like a brand wanted to send me something. And I'm like, yes, please. Like I will post it. I will do this. I will do that because it, it was something I actually loved. And I felt like cool doing it, you know? So it's like, you can fake it till you make it too. Like, thanks at whatever for my whatever, you know, like you can do that. But if it, I completely agree. If you feel like you're really putting in a lot of work and they're like undervaluing you, that's a different story, Yeah, you know? Like know your worth. And then when mm-hmm. you, when you truly know your worth as a creator, you can decide then what you are going to do for free. And what you're not going to do for free. And I think the first step of that is really just figuring out what you're worth. Like how much time are you really putting in to create this content? And then like, sure, like I, this recently happened to me. There's a brand that I, that a big brand, a billion dollar brand that reached out to me. I knew that this brand could afford a lot of money. They weren't offering that. They weren't offering a lot of money. They were offering money, but it wasn't a lot of money. And I had a moment where I went, you know what? This is a brand that I really want to work with. This is a brand that's going to give me a lot of exposure. This is a brand that's going to give me a lot of education and insight into how this could work better for my business. So it's a mutually exclusive partnership. Like if I accept this dollar amount and then I get to then do what I do best, it's Mm. only going to grow that relationship and that's worth it to me. But it's because you know your worth, right? Mm-hmm. It's because you've now figured out like, I know what I'm worth. I know what I create. I know the quality of the product that I can deliver. So now the ball's in my court. I get to decide. A million percent. That's perfectly said. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, you're really good at it. Like you're, I really, you, y'all, <laughs> you gotta go and follow him everywhere that you can follow him. Cause like, A, you're also just like a really good human. And that I think I was going to tell you that at the beginning. I think that that came, I, I, I will, I would bet that part of the reason why you went viral in the way you did is because when you do these videos, you're not pretending to be someone you're not like that is Matt baking cookies in his car. That is Matt eating a emoji poop donut. And I absolutely believe that you like drove all the way down there to do that. And it, it's just clear. Like there's a, there's a sense of I think when with this like content creator industry, right? There's this sense of you're going to do things niching down doesn't necessarily doesn't mean that you're losing yourself. In mm-hmm. fact, if you do niche down and lose yourself, you're probably not going to be as successful. And so, I commend you for staying really true to who you are and like yes, I'm biased because I know you and like already am like a super fan and love you to death. Back at you. Everyone feels that way about you because you're you and you've stayed you. Well, thank you. That's very nice. And I feel the exact same way about you. So thank you for saying that. But yeah, that probably would be like the last piece of advice is if you're like wanting to go into content creation is like, just start by what you already do. Like, and I think that's what's so funny is now when I look back at like my lifespan, it's like, oh, well, I was already making these food videos and I didn't even, and I thought food wasn't even going to be a thing. So like, Maybe look at your life, be like, what's something I'm passionate about and just film that and make it you. Because yeah, if you're going to try to like put on this new persona, it's going to get so exhausting too, because it's like, it's already exhausting to do it. And it's going to be exhausting to have to try to keep up this whole thing. And also people now love real, like that's the biggest thing. Like they want to see you as a mess. Like they don't want to see you put together, like, cause no one believes that no one's put together anymore. 
No, we all work from home. We're in sweatsuits. Like no, right? Like yeah, the pressure's like off. It's like it's not what it used to be. Now it's like show yourself as a mess because people will like it. Yeah, yeah, that's such good advice, man. That's such good advice. So where can people follow you? Give us your TikTok handle. Give us your Instagram handle. All the things. My Instagram handle is at Matt Peterson, and my TikTok handle is at Matt Peterson with an underscore. Underscore in between or after? After, after the Matt Peterson um, underscore. Yeah. Which like, you know, I never really would have dreamt to have an underscore, but now I just made it when I wasn't even thinking TikTok was going to be anything. And now it's there. Now it's there. And there, there it is. It's underscoring. Yeah. Well, friend, it's thank you. First of all, thank you so much for coming on and giving us so many of your golden nuggets. Like your story is pretty awesome. And it, it really is like, y'all, he's not like, I mean, I'm, I say this with like absolute, this is a compliment and so much respect. Like he is not like some TikTok, he is a TikTok celebrity, but he's not like some Mm -hmm. like untouchable human being. Like this is a person you could literally come to LA and take his soul cycle class. Or hit me up or just DM me. Like I'm down. That's well, thank you for saying that. But I also want to interrupt you because like, I don't, that's not what it is at all. Like Mm -hmm. I love if someone is listening to this and they have a question, like, please DM me. I would love that. Like that's something I'm eager for is like to get more like human connection and interaction. So please, like I'm open and I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So go follow him, go reach out, go like, if you have questions about content creation, like, you know, let, let somebody who does it for a living be your resource and friend, like, thank you for giving me your time. I just think time is such a gift and you Mm. giving me an hour of yours today has just been everything. And I just, so good to see you. Oh my God. I appreciate you. And I miss you. And thanks for having me. I'm going to come and ride with you in a couple of weeks. I've decided. Or let's just go get coffee or something. Let's do both. Like I need to work out and then let's go get lunch. Okay, deal. Maybe cake poop donuts. Yeah, let's go to OC. Yeah. There we go. All right, friend. You have a beautiful day and thank you again. Thank you. Bye. One thing I love about him is he's just like really never changed and he's just so humble. Like he, he doesn't, I don't think, you know, those people in your life that you just don't, I don't think he realizes how great he is. I don't think he realized how talented he is. And I don't think he realized he, I mean, he definitely does not realize how successful he is and how impressive he is that he was able to have the growth he had in such a short amount of time relatively. I think like also the messaging is like, don't be afraid of something new. Don't be afraid of new technology. Don't be afraid to master a new skill or even just get to know a new skill. Even if it doesn't lead to mastery, just like, don't be afraid to learn new skills because We're always evolving. The world is always evolving and you're never too old. You're never too, you know, you're never too inexperienced. Like you can always learn, you know, when he said that about the 90 year old on TikTok, that's viral. It's like, yeah, like why am I at a 34 being like, I'm too old for TikTok? Like that's just a story I'm telling myself and I'm kind of done with those stories. I'm kind of done with like perpetuating something that isn't true. So I hope this was a gift to you as well. Like I said, come find me. I'm Danielle underscore on the daily. I would love to chat. I would love to hear what you loved. Share this with epi- or share this episode with somebody who you think it resonates with. And if you are interested in entrepreneurship coaching, if you're in- interested in kind of getting your 2022 off to a good start, maybe it started slow for you and you're ready to dive in. I have a an ebook available on my Instagram um, called the Hype You 2022 Agenda. If you are looking for like a survival guide on entrepreneurship, I have that coming out. I can offer you human design readings if you want to know more about yourself. We had an episode last week with Christina Lane, who is a human design reader, and I am now able to read your designs as well. And I would love to help you understand your design a little bit more or people in your family or your teams or your business, whatever it is. So lots of ways we can work together. First way to find out how to do it is just come find me on Instagram, slide into the DMs and we can have a conversation about it. But wherever you are, I hope you have the most amazing day and it's fulfilling for you and it's everything that you need it to be. And we'll see you on Friday for another episode. Love ya.